Hi, I'm Joe. I'm Drew. And we're going to talk with you. Hey, how's it going, everybody? <laughs> we're back. Guys, it's been... Has it, it's been two, three weeks. Two, three. Two to three? I don't know exactly. It's two to three. Episode 18. Is that what this is? Dude, 18 episodes. Crazy. And big news, we have finally hit 1,500 total listens. Yeah. So we're throwing a party, and 1,500 people are invited. And... And that's, I'm pretty sure that's illegal because of the corona stuff, but just keep it on the DL. Yeah, it'll be. If you're not invited, then you're not. If you listen to the podcast, if you're one of those 1,500 listens, then shout out to you real quick, guys. Shout out. We appreciate it thoroughly, and it's it's an amazing thing. I mean, fifteen like fifteen hundred people have listened to one of our episodes for at least five minutes. What does that mean to you? And like some two hundred have listened to entire episodes. I think over two hundred, dude. Well, I just it makes you feel good yeah, because probably two hundred because you think and you're like, I mean, it's like two high school kids doing a podcast. And granted, it was really really big at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then it's definitely slowed up, like a lot. Yeah. But the fact that there are still people tuning in, yeah, and week like in, week people, out. Shout out to Serena. What's, what was her last name? Dude, I don't even know. Jeffers, maybe. Shout out to Serena Jefferson. She she DM'd me, and she's like, she's like. Well, she DM'd our the Joe and Drew account. I'd also like to shout out Kate Johnson, who reached out to me via text. Yeah. Saying how good of a job we were doing. And Serena Jefferson said, it's been a while since I've seen a podcast from you guys. Any idea when there will be a new one? Well, Serena Jefferson, today is that day. It is the 7th of July, 2020, and yeah. we are back. Man. it And... It's going to be more consistent. We just had some vacations. Some... Well, and I'm... Oh, yeah. I'll be here next Tuesday. You going to be here? Yeah, I'll be here. That's awesome. Dude. So before we hop into our topic, um, Word of the Week. Granted, we haven't had a Word of the Week for three weeks, but this word... This word means a lot to me in terms of soccer because when you watch... The English Prem, the print, the Premier League in England. You have the British announcers. Got it. And they use some extravagant language, and with their accent, it just sounds so cool. And this is the word. The word of the week is scintillating, and it's an adjective meant to describe something that is sparkling or shining brightly. It could also be used as to describe someone or something. That is brilliant and excitingly clever or skillful. Awesome. So whenever I hear that word or think of that word, I just think of some British guy screaming after a goal, like scintillating strike, like those kinds of things. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's just the word of the week, dude. Dude, those guys are awesome. I know. It's like soothing. 
it's soothing to listen to. I, do the American announcers do anything like that? Um, they do use those words at times, but it's not the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you have the accent, do they yell though? Sometimes, like if it's a crazy goal, like yeah, yeah, dude. And you'll That's hear cool. people in other languages, like Spanish, or there's this guy, this Icelandic commentator when iceland scored against this like they beat england yeah which was unheard of they weren't supposed to do that and they did they upset them and the icelandic announcer was flipping his shiz dude he was like i didn't know what he was saying but i could tell he was on the verge of tears with how intense he was being yeah it's a beautiful thing yeah and i think that word can scintillating can really segue us into our topic today which is sports <clears throat> true that's what we're talking about and this is a topic that i think we've had the idea of doing for a while but have just kind of halted on it but i was just thinking i was like dude we don't have to focus on one specific sport like why not just touch on as many as we can you know what i mean yeah and so that's what we're going to do today. And um, I'm not the biggest uh, sports guy, but I have seen sports before and I have seen sports movies before. And we've both played plenty of sports. Yeah. I'm more of a soccer guy now. Drew, he's into that. He's into running, mountain biking. Yeah. I, yeah. Sure. And I think we'll just touch on our sports a little bit as well as. Some of the other popular sports, not just throughout the United States, but throughout the entire globe. So, um, dude, should we kick it off with something like, I'm thinking we start with soccer simply because okay. it's the world's most played sport and watched sport. Football. Like the World Cup reaches billions of viewers mm-hmm. every four years. And... Um, of course, with soccer, the objective is there's two goals, and you just try and kick the ball into the opposing team's goal. And yeah. whoever has more goals at the end wins. It's a simple concept, but like all simple com- concepts, it can be elevated by amazing, amazingly skilled people. Exactly. And that's why I think, like, when you think about it, sports, they don't seem that exciting. And truthfully, they're not when people are playing that aren't of a good level. Yeah. But once you watch, that's why the professional sports are so successful because you have, you have your Ronaldo's and Messi's, you have your LeBron James, you have your Mike Trout's that just make the game a lot more exciting to watch. Yeah. And so when we're saying sports, I think, I think it's important to note that, Sports can be exciting. Any sport can be exciting to watch if the person doing it is either really good or just really entertaining. Yeah, I agree. And I get into it like when I go to the stadium or the – I mean, I've never really gotten into soccer like watching it. Um, But like other sports like basketball and hockey are probably the two that I've enjoyed watching the most. And, like, when I go to the stadium, I really get into it. And, like, 
I learned, and I like, those are the only sports where I'll like learn players' names and like that stuff. Dude, let me, t- what would you say your top three favorite sports to watch on TV? Um, okay. Beach volleyball. Dude. Basketball. And I've never watched hockey on TV. That's why I'm not saying hockey. Well, we'll do it in person, too. We'll do okay. it, like, live, too. Um, and probably TV. I guess, like, probably another Olympic one, like like diving or something. Diving's pretty awesome. That's interesting. And I especially the beach volleyball because I feel like it's – a sport that kind of gets slept on. Yeah. But, I mean, I remember watching a little bit of beach volleyball when the Olympics were going on. And playing beach volleyball, it's a totally different experience. Like, yeah. it's way fun to do. And it's interesting how, like, in beach volleyball in the Olympics, it's, like, 2v2. Yeah. I like it. It's, like, a lot more a lot more skill involved. Yeah. You don't have that whole team behind you. Yeah. So, I got to say, when – I'm on the TV. My go-tos will be soccer, but so- that's that's for me everywhere. I'm kind of biased on that. Yeah. Um, I love watching college football. I'm not a big NFL guy. Yeah. Uh, it's always you like more. You like it to be quicker. College, I it's more fast-paced for me, and NFL tends to be a little political, and I just I don't think you need to bring politics into sports. You know what I mean? Like, politics are their own thing. There's yeah. no need to make the sport centered around those things. Gotcha. And then I got to say, um, I do enjoy watching tennis on oh, the TV. Oh, yeah. Tennis is awesome. I And, like, I, I'm not just going to sit down. And it's not like I go out of my way to watch matches and stuff, but – like if I if I'm looking like it's the it's time for the Wimbledon or something yeah. Wimbledon's on, oh Federer's playing so and so, Djokovic is playing so and so, Nadal's playing so and so. Like yeah, you'll flip it on because tennis I think is also a pretty underappreciated sport. Like lots of people are like, oh dude, tennis sucks, but like yeah, or like it would be easy. And I because people have played Wii Sports and they're like, dude, I could totally do tennis. Then you go and play tennis, tennis is hard. and it's hard, dude. Like it is a hard sport to it's learn. Really hard. Like I have, we played it for like a whole section in the gym, and I never got the hang of it. Really, I mean, I could like get the ball back and forth, but getting it in the little square, yeah, that's that's no joke. I have so much respect for the pros, like Federer. I think he's one of the greatest athletes of all time. Uh, you've got Federer, the, his rivalry with Nadal. Sometimes when I'm bored, I'll just go onto YouTube and I'll watch them play each other. Wow. Because it's so fun to do. And uh, I've never actually, like, watched, like, doubles tennis on TV. I Yeah, whenever I watch double tennis, it's usually, like, a fail. Yeah. Like, there's this lady, and during this tournament, she goes to serve it, and she accidentally hits her doubles partner in the back of the head, <laughs> and she does it twice in the same tournament. <laughs> And so, like, yeah. I, how is that even possible? How how mm-hmm. are they close together? Well, because, you know, they stand staggered. Yeah. So she's in the back, and she tries to hit it to the far box, and the guy's standing on the f- top left. So if she hits it too low, 
it'll hit him instead. Oh, so, she hit him with the ball. Yeah. I was imagining her hitting him with no, the ball. No. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> just throws it. Yeah. But those are my favorites to watch on TV. But I think we should I think we should also focus on the live game. What is yeah. your favorite to watch live? I like going to the rodeo. I I guess like bull riding would be the sport. And I'm going to interject real quick. I think like cuz I've been to two rodeos and it is fun to watch, but I've got some beef with rodeos because beef cuz they're <laughs> that's yeah, that's <laughs> It's more of what they do to the bulls, and I think it's... Oh, I see what you're saying. I mean, just put yourself in the position of any of the creatures, of any of the animals. There's the little bulls, like, they have to tackle and then tie their feet. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, being that little calf would be so scary. And then the bull riding, mm-hmm. like, how they make the bulls buck, and even the broncos, how they make them buck. Yeah. If I was... If I was a bull and that they were doing that to me, I'd be pissed. Well, I think that's they are pissed. I just don't think it's right, dude. Yeah. I just think and it is fun to watch, I'll give them that, but at the same time, you're you're affecting a piece of them that's important for their reproduction and stuff. And it's probably remarkably painful. So Yeah. But, but I mean, we cut our dogs' balls off. That's that's true. And we don't. But care. aren't they aren't they put under when they do that? Um, I actually don't know. I'm sure it's numbed in some way, at least. And I know that some people tie their dogs' tail off. Yeah. And like my grandpa, when he would neuter his cattle, he would just go put a rubber band around yeah. their balls. And then they just oh my gosh, I don't <laughs> want to think about that. That would be awful. Oh my gosh. What are you? I, what, just, what, I just like to imagine my grandpa just go out there and kneel down next to the cow. Just fondling a bull, dude. <laughs> oh my gosh. My grandpa. All right. Hey, just hit the next door to your other two to watch live. Um, I, well, and it's also like the experience of going to the game. Like, there's food and like, you're there with family, and sometimes I go with my grandparents. I guess, like, baseball, but baseball, I've never, I guess I've been to two, I've been to two Major League Baseball games, and they were pretty awesome, because I got, like, a classic, like, hot dog, and some lemonade, and it was just really awesome, and one of them was in Seattle. The other was in California. So you went to a Mariners, and then was it a Dodgers? Or Yeah, I went to a Dodgers game. I wish I would have gone to an Angels game because we have the Bs here and there. Yeah, they're affiliated. the affiliates. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> but, yeah, it, I, I think the Dodgers are cool, and the, the Mariners kind of suck, but it was cool. They, got, they lost. I can't remember who they played. But, yeah, and then it was that, too. Okay, so wait, did I say hockey? No, yeah, it's said hockey. Hockey for sure, dude. <laughs> Hockey's awesome. Yeah, hockey. our our lists are going to be pretty similar, um, dude. And I agree, hockey is so fun to watch. Yeah. Um, I gotta say, my first again live is soccer, and that's because when you're at a stadium, I've never had the pleasure to go see a European game because those yeah. stadiums are like 
a hundred thousand capacity. That's and crazy. People are just it's a lot of society revolves around the local club team. And so you'll get huge, like the whole city will go to games and stuff. Mm-hmm. Here in the US, like soccer's a growing sport, but it's still fun to go. Like you go to the RSL games yeah. all the time and I mean it's still it's still hype. Yeah. If somebody scores, somebody makes a good play, and you're actually there to see it, it's something else. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, my number two would be hockey. And I know that we have we have good experiences together watching the Grizzly games. Dude, canoodle and taker. Canoodle and taker. <laughs> Taker's <laughs> gonna take her. <laughs> and then Dude, we're sharing that story after this. And then my third would act as actually baseball too. Yeah. And I'm not – I've never – maybe I went to an MLB game when I was really little. Uh, my family were from Los Angeles, and my parents, like for some reason, were Angels fans. And I think it's mostly because my dad, like lots of – the majority of people in Los Angeles are Dodgers fans. Right. So I think he just wanted to – be a little bit of a rule breaker you know what i mean yeah i think that's why yeah jeff, jeff does that we're angels fans and um that would probably be the first mlb game i'd go to but when, even at like a bees game, oh dude if you went to a dodgers angels game that would be crazy dude. i bet those are hard to get to go to because they're so because i bet a lot of people want to go i just feel like because baseball on tv it's a little bit more difficult to like if the World Series is on, I'm, yeah, I'm bored as heck. I but I will put on like if it's game, if it's I, past game if three I, of the World Series, I will put it on because I prefer the Little League World Series because it's just kids yeah, that are younger it's than you. Awesome, and the freaking Japanese kids are insane, <laughs> and their their hats are like little like triangles. It's crazy, and, and my the, dad's always like, yeah. Japanese kids like train all all. It's like a job. In Japan it, for baseball, like but it's, and I was like, dude, that's insane. But it's it's fun to watch, and I I do think when you're at the stadium, just that atmosphere again, like just the classic hot dog. You sing the yeah, it's America's pastime you, or whatever. You sing the even though football's you, become bigger, like baseball's still like at the heart yeah. of. And again, America. I think again, football is really well set up for TV. Yeah. I feel like baseball is definitely more of a stadium game. Yeah, and I, I love playing baseball too. Yeah, it's fun to play. Like, I'm not good at it, but it's still fun to play. Yeah, and like, and then it's other like cousins, like uh, kickball and softball, also fun. Yeah. And then like, uh, oh, what was I going to say? Nah, don't worry about it. I'll, it'll come back up. I just wanted to say I was in Vegas, I think it was two years ago. Mm hmm. And it was during the National Cornhole Championships. Did you go? No, it was on it was on ESPN at like eleven thirty at night. And we we're just, all right, we turned <laughs> it on. Grand prize, five hundred thousand dollars. And cornhole's awesome. Cornhole, you think it's a difficult game? Then you watch these guys and you're like, dude, my hand eye coordination is just so bad. Yeah. Like you would watch like these guys. If they miss the first hole, like they miss it, like it just lands next to the hole or something, they have the skill to make their next throw hit both of them in at once. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. 
Well, and I've never actually played like how far away they put them. Like in it's that crazy, they put them like pretty far. I can't remember exact. It's like forty or thirty, thirty or forty feet. I feel like I usually put them like twenty. And tw- the difference between twenty and thirty in cornhole is crazy. Do you think they? Do you think they practice on like their Nebraska farm or something? He's like Jimmy. After you milk the cow, <laughs> dude. I want you to practice cornhole so you can win us a new farm. Dude, Stuff like that. Cornhole is awesome, dude. It's fun. I suck. I suck at lots of sports. I'm I'm actually pretty decent cornhole, but I have to get warmed up. And a lot of the times, I have like valleys and peaks, like in most sports. Like yeah, particularly basketball. Like I'll be like the worst. And then all of a sudden, I just make every shot. I've been there. I haven't been there in a while. Usually, I just miss every shot still. I know. You used to be crazy good. I used to be decent. Like, back in elementary school. Because you were like, you just got to straighten your back and then, like, jump. I don't know what you're talking about. but Yeah, and then I, like, forgot how to play. Because I I got into soccer, and then soccer was the sport I stuck with. And your dad, like, taught you, like, something for basketball. we We would go across the street to our church gym. And we'd practice seriously every morning for like forty-five minutes, just on my shooting and stuff. Yeah. And I got I got decent. I'm not gonna say I was good. Yeah, but I was. I think you were decent. In terms of like, you're better than me. In terms of our neighborhood, younger, I'd say I was like upper. Yeah, you were you were upper tier. I'd say you were A tier. Not S tier though. There were some kids that were. Yeah, like, you got Ryan Harris. He was like like, bad. he's not as good anymore. He's still pretty good, but. Like, that's because he stopped playing. In though. comparison to us, back he was like he could he make like insane. a one armed. <laughs> he could make like a one armed full court like one in five times. Crazy dude. And then, yeah. But. Also, I just want to touch on hockey a little bit more, dude. Because in Utah, we don't have an NHL team, and I will occasionally put on an NHL game. Because really? I do like, I do like watching hockey. Yeah, and it can get really intense and it can be really fun. Yeah. Um, my and dad, that's the only sport where like fighting is like accepted into the culture of it. My like I my feel like my dad went to Calgary on his mission, so he's a Flames fan, and um, here it's just the Utah Grizzlies, and their ECHL. So they're not even they're like third tier hockey. Mm-hmm. But I've been to, a, like, a ton of games. My cousin used to play um, ECHL. He played for Rapid City in North Dakota, and they were in Utah's division, so we actually got to see him play. Really? Which was way cool. I remember, though, it was my birthday, I think, like, four or five years ago. Yeah. And I invited you and Josh. And since there were, like – since the stadium is never full – we just took seats in the front row and we saw the two players. Yeah. Canoodle and Taker. Canoodle and Taker. Canoodle and Taker. And, and Drew and I just kind of <laughs> popped off a little bit. Just kind of created like a fantasy like there were we we were the announcers <laughs> and there was a group of like five girls about our age behind us and they were laughing. And so we. Well, kept, I don't remember that, dude. They they because do you remember? And then we kept going, and then their mom told us she's like, "Hey, are these your seats?" We we're like, "No." <laughs> she was like, "Well, then stop talking." 
And I was like, dude. <laughs> Whoa. That's crazy. I wish I told her it was my birthday so she felt like a jerk, but I, I never did. Because... Yeah. Well, one time when I was at this Bell concert with the Georges, um, like I, we were playing, me and Aiden were switching off like this ball game because bells are pretty boring, okay? It's just people ringing bells. I mean, it was Wait, cool. the whole concert was handbells? Yeah. Man. It was cool at first, but then it was an hour and a half long. <laughs> And so, and so we were playing this like ball game. And so this old lady like taps on my shoulder and she's like, I hope the bells don't uh, interrupt your game or something. And so I'm like, no, actually they really help me focus. And then, then, so then we go back to playing and we're just playing. And all of a sudden she taps on my shoulder again. She's like, I heard in the, cause we were in the tabernacle. She's like, I heard in the, real conference center they take away your phone when you're when you're playing on it and i was like i was like no i've played there tons of times and then so you're just being a smart (laughs) mouth to her the whole time yeah and then well because she's like she's kind of being she was yeah and then and then scott george was laughing super hard because he could not believe that lady was like actually pissed that we were playing and the volume was down and stuff oh yeah we weren't we didn't weren't playing with sound that's stupid and the and so then like after like right when it ends we instantly stand up and the lady like like cuts like across a bunch of people because she doesn't want to like interact with us because that would be awkward since she like got out of there really fast it was pretty funny that is funny but it just remind you just reminded me of that because some some people just get mad dude it's and I, yeah, and there's, in public places, there's always going to be people that kind of set you off, but it's times like that where you just, I get if they're really being disruptive, you can tell them to, like, stop or whatever, but it's times like those where you really just got to bite your tongue and just yeah take a deep breath and let it go sometimes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you might think you're being the social hero of the situation, but really you're just coming across as... Kind of like a prick. Yeah. So. Dude, I didn't remember that that happened. Yeah, dude. Dude, and were you like trying to, was that like your goal of the thing was like flirting with those girls? No, I just saw them laughing behind us. I was like, well, it's okay. We can yeah. keep, we can keep going because. I can't remember when this was, but do you remember like, so here's the oval. We we're on like this side and, uh. And there was a dude behind us, and he was he like yelled "Flying V" or something, because that's from the Mighty Ducks. Have you seen the Mighty Ducks? No. Oh, okay, we're gonna watch that someday. Anyways, so then like I started vibing with that guy a little bit, and we were like, and I, and then we talked about that, and I was with you, I'm pretty sure, but yeah, I, I, that's another memory. And then another memory is when we went with all the young men for the Maverick Center sleepover for scouting. And, and then like Jonah dared me to dared everyone to go sit by a girl. And then you did it and you got her number. Uh, Yeah. And well, and he was like, if you go sit by her, I'll give you five bucks. And I was like, shut up. Have you? Well, I'll get that. Okay. So then I go and sit behind her. And I like thought that maybe like her dad was like next to her kind of. Cause like there was a dude, by himself in front of her anyway so i just end up tapping on her shoulder she turns around and i'm like hey (laughs) 
and then Mr. And then, Smooth. And then she's like, she's like, hi. <laughs> and I'm like, how's it going? And she's like, good. And then she's like, do you like chocolate chip cookies? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and she and then and I was like, what's your favorite ice cream? And then we both liked mint chocolate chip. And then she's like, come sit by me. And then and then we <laughs> and then we sat next to each other and then we talked for like a long time. And I'm sure you guys were laughing or whatever I, th- I think we were over there like oh my god he's doing it <laughs> and i was in like seventh grade so it was like the craziest thing i've ever done and then like and then like i go back to like talk to the boys and like you guys and i found out she's in eighth grade and that was like crazy you were like shoot <laughs> and, Damn, then, bro. And, and then jonah was like no it's only five bucks if you got her number which he didn't say but you know how jonah is that is it's a, jonah we still love you <laughs> and then so so then, like, I go back, and I get her number, and she's like, you have to promise not to give it to anyone. And so then Jonah, like, he's like, well, you got to confirm that you got it and stuff. And so then, like, I, like, showed it to him, and he, like, either memorized it or, like, quickly put it. I can't remember, but he, like, had my phone, and he got the number, and then he was, like, messing with them. And then... Cause I didn't have a phone at that point. Like I had a phone, but it didn't have service. Dude, just some immature seventh grader. And then stuff, like, man. and then like he stole their phone somehow. And then I like, I remember that banter. And then I like yeah. simped pretty hard. It was. It's not simping if simping didn't exist. I know, but it was simping though. But anyways, then I ended up like talking to her for a long time, and then we kind of disconnected, and then we went on a date when like I was sixteen. And it was how did that go? It was my first day ever, and it was super awkward. But I had a good time. But she, um, it I don't know. It was definitely awkward. And like, we we parked like by the food court, and then we went to round one, that bowling place. Yeah. And then like, round one closes after the mall closes, so we couldn't go back into the mall to get to our car. So we had to walk around the mall, and it was in January. <laughs> And it was snowing, and so, and she was wearing, like, short sleeves pretty much. So I gave her my coat, but I could tell she wasn't into it, and it was just, I just don't want to talk about it, right? <laughs> it was weird. Wait, she wasn't into wearing your coat yeah. to be warm? Yeah. That's weird, because, like, that's what you... But she looked, she looked a lot different, like, she, she kind of became... Like, no no shade on these types of girls, but she kind of became, like, you know, like, she wore, like, a ton of makeup. And, like, she was yeah. very, like, surface level. Like, I don't know. She didn't didn't seem like she had a lot going on. I get you. I get you. But she's she's cool, though. And She, she would have just graduated, too. Yeah, she did. That's interesting. I think she's planning on going on a mission. Good for her. But... She's going to do a year of school first. So, yeah. Amazing what hockey can do to bring people together. And then that was the first all-nighter I ever did, too, after that. I went to bed for 30 minutes on that all-nighter, so I didn't technically. Oh, you did? But, yeah, dude, breakfast remember Kaysden came? Didn't, wasn't Kaysden there? Dude, Kaysden. And we were, like, we were, like, running from the dude with the flashlight. Yeah. That was crazy. And then I went out on the ice. Dude, and Brother Adair was there. <laughs> Do you remember Brother Adair? Dude, that guy was crazy. Yeah, the that chances of him so listening crazy. to our podcast are 
probably a negative percent. Yeah. But I remember <laughs> I remember walking to school every – it was on Tuesday mornings lawn. and he had the push mower. Yeah. It was not motor because he's like, it just helps him with the workout. <laughs> and you just, you're just walking past and you just see him running with his push mower. And I was like, dude, that is so alpha. <laughs> I know. Like, oh, my gosh. Dude, brother Dare was crazy, bro. I miss that guy. And I remember one time, like, in Deacon's Quorum, he was like, I heard the bishop. He was, like, cracking a joke. He was like, I heard the bishops stop, stopped asking, like, like, have you looked at pornography? And they started asking, when's the last time you looked at pornography? And, like, nobody laughed. And, like, because we were deacons. And, like, the leaders were, like, that's kind of like a line, dude. Like, that's kind of a bad joke. If Scott was there, he would have flipped his mind. I know. Scott would have loved it, dude. But anyways, then, like, and he always just, like, made these awkward jokes. But... Yeah, he was Dude, awesome. I loved him. I thought he was cool. Yeah, Brother Dare was awesome. And he knew when it was serious time. And he knew when it was time to <clears throat> just be goofy and have fun. But, like, Ryan was super scared on the raft that one time when we were boating. And, like, I was telling Brother Dare, I was like, yo, Ryan's really scared. Uh, You know, remember when we were going tubing with Marshall's boat and we slept at Dave's cabin? I think so. Okay, so anyways, we went with Marshall's boat, and Ryan was on, and then um, Rob Adair just kept telling him to go faster and faster, and Ryan Ryan was scared to death, and I was like, hey, Rob. I wasn't there, I remember. I was like, hey, Rob, Ryan doesn't, Ryan's like He's wants just, to stop. Didn't he throw up or something? Yeah, He's that like, was yeah. in the car, though, when we got to his cabin, and then, like, Rob was like, don't worry, we're going to fall off soon anyway. <laughs> And then, and Ryan was like, oh, and then Rob was like, fast. I remember. I remember and I was, in, I was into it, but like, I was kind of scared for Ryan. And then, and then we ended up falling off and Rob like elbowed me in the face. Like when we were falling off and he like ripped off a couple like pimples when he did it. And so like I had blood running down my face and then I got like a, I got like, what's it called? Like a Charlie horse. And so when I got back on the boat, boat people thought I was having a seizure because I was like, I was like tripping out, <laughs> and I had blood running down my face. <laughs> it was crazy. Oh my gosh! And Rob, Dude. Rob felt so bad, but I didn't really care. That's technically a sport too, tubing. Yeah. The best part, the best memory I have tubing was Marshall, um, with his grandpa's boat. It's the three. They tie three tubes to it, so there's one, two, what? three. And you jump, like, while you're going, you jump from tube to tube. That's crazy. So much fun. Yeah, that is fun. Well, and if you just, there's, like, a small barrier you have to pass every time you go boating, and that's the first time you get in the water. And once you pass that little, like, milestone, then you just, it just is a lot more fun. I think the faster you get wet, the better the experience is. Yeah. You just got to get wet as quick as possible. And also, don't, like, take your time. Just jump in. And, like, at my cabin, we're by Smith & Morehouse Reservoir. And there's no – um, none of those motorboats are allowed. Mm-hmm. So, we go on, like – we have the tandem kayaks and we go. And I always – you go to the middle and then you just jump in. And yeah. the water there is freezing, mm-hmm. but it's, like, refreshing. Yeah. So, you just hop in. And then you already you're already wet, and so you don't have a problem – jumping out at all it's a lot of fun 
But going with your face bleeding, I wanted to bring up a quick soccer story. Go ahead. Um, I'm actually playing him tonight. This kid, uh, he's kind of I'm his, his name's his, his name's Kevin, and he's kind of a clown. Um, yeah, I he plays for Laroca, and I play for Sparta, and like every time we play. He does something cheap, and it's been slowly escalating. And so two years ago at State Cup Final, and whenever the referee wasn't looking, he'd elbow me in the face. Mm-hmm. And he, did it, he pulled up twice on me, but, like, I just always say it's because he's mad that he can't score on us. So he just takes it out on me. And then we still won, so it didn't even matter. And then last year's State Cup, it was in the fall. And, dude – he was going through, and I came through, and I slide tackled. I got the ball, and then he must have, like, his dog must have died or something that day because he was extra pissed, and he just kicked me in the face. What? And the referee didn't – he didn't see. I think I have a picture on my phone. I don't know if I have it on this phone or if it's my old one, but he kicked me, like, with his stud on my forehead, and my face was bleeding, and the ref didn't give him anything, and then – Dude, it hurt pretty bad. How and I, deep was it? It was just, it was just a little. It was a scab. Okay, it was just a flesh wound. Yeah, merely a flesh wound. And I think I have it. Let me see. Right there, it left that mark on my face. You guys can't see it, but that was from him kicking me in the head. Wow. But it's okay. We still won, and he still didn't score. And I'm playing him tonight, so that should be fun to see him again. So, what team is it? It's Laroca. Laroca, Laroca right. South. Yep. Aren't they the best? Or I guess you guys are the best now, or something. Yeah, they were like four years ago. Okay. Yeah. Because I remember you were like, dude, Laroca South. It's crazy. I'd say I'd say the rivalry is healthy. What about Laroca North? That rivalry is a little bit newer, but it's. Are they good? They are. They are very good. LaRocca is such an intense name. Yeah, it's Spanish for the rock. So Dude. I like it. But and I like how it's just like one word, LaRocca. Rather than LaRocca. But dude, Sparta is just so alpha. Yeah. Sparta. Like there's this team, there's this team in I think it's it's Moscow. And it's Sparta Moscow, but since it's Russian, it's Spartak Moscow. It's like Sparta, but with a K at the end. Spartak Moscow. Or it's Moscow or something. That's how you pronounce it. It's yeah. so alpha, dude. Yeah. Well, in Sparta, just like they would like breed the super soldier and stuff. If you've even remotely heard of the story 300, you know how insane those Spartans are. Yeah, they're crazy, dude. It's kind of like what Germany was trying to do, you know, like create the perfect gene pool. Yeah, but Sparta was. If you if Sparta had guns, if guns were around, in dude. The, but you gotta you gotta admit though they were kind of like jacked up though because they would like exile people that had like bad DNA. Yeah, it's true. But you have that in like people will people like have abortions if they find out their child has any sort of birth defect. Like that's a thing that they do. Yeah, I've heard of that. So it's like if they're gonna have Down syndrome or yeah, something. It's and it's wrong, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. There's every society has its own vice, and so yeah, that is, yeah. 
Dude, <sighs> I think we've hit a lot of those main sports. I just want to touch on Olympics a little bit. Olympics are awesome. Because What's the next Olympics? It was supposed to be this summer, but it's moved to next summer because Tokyo like, yeah. really wants to have it. Isn't that and the first time that it like got just pushed back one year? I think the first time since the since in Germany, I think. Well, yeah, but that, that it just got canceled though. Dude, I see a spider on your carpet right now. Oh, it just crawled into. The, yep, there it is. Where? Dude, right there. Do you see it? Oh yeah, I saw it. Oh, I see it. Should we just let? What it do go? you think that is? It just looks like a little guy. Maybe just like a little hunting spider. Nothing to be worried about. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just let him go. Yeah, just let him be. He's a back he's to a creature. Back to Olympics, though. I just want to. I just want to point out some of the sports that you find in the Olympics that you would never ever watch if it wasn't the Olympics. But there, since it's only every couple of years, you really enjoy watching it. So I want to give a quick shout out to badminton dude we were gonna be professional i know because we're gonna go pro we're going on this tangent real quick i feel like there's something we have to talk about gym class freshman year me and drew and taylor we were probably on no cap the best badminton. badminton players in the entire class and some people might call that pride <laughs> or being a little cocky but I'm being straight up. We Badminton were, wasn't hard though. I feel like you. I feel like it would be hard to get really good at though. You it's like I mean? it's like uh, skiing. It's or yeah, skiing. It's easy to learn but difficult to master. And then snowboarding is like hard to learn but easy to master. That's like probably like tennis and badminton. I feel like badminton is the snowboarding of table tennis sports or tennis. I, don't know. I just you watch like. You watch the people play, and they're, they're, the birdies are going at sometimes 150 kilometers an hour. Like what? when they hit them. Maybe not that. Maybe like a, over 100, though. Whoa. It's, in fact, let's look up the fastest badminton smash. 426 kilometers per hour. What the flip? Okay, to put, that in context, put, to put that in context, guys, this person hit a badminton birdie at 264 miles per hour. How crazy is that? And I have an uh, I have the utmost respect for badminton players because, yeah, dude, yeah, look at look at the most insane badminton rallies. Those are crazy. Here we go. Dude. So uh, we just got like some Asian dudes. It's South Korea versus Indonesia. This is insane. This is a minute and a half rally. See how fast that was? Man, they really just. Whoa. They like spike it and everything. Joe, what do you have to do to qualify for the Olympic team? I think they have, I think it's the same thing with like basketball and track, not basketball, like track and swim and stuff. 
um, you'll compete with your own nation, and then they put the best of that nation in there. Dude, because, like, that would be super insane to have been an Olympian, you know? That was the craziest 50 seconds of my life. (laughs) Of your life? Holy flip. Dude. (laughs) Again, the most utmost respect for badminton players because they don't get enough credit. That is an insane sport, and it's fun to watch. Yeah, badminton's awesome. I've never watched it. That was the first time I've watched it ever. It's crazy. It's crazy, crazy. and then there's also swim, which typically isn't that fun to watch. But have you seen you have you seen the Michael Phelps relay? Yeah, the one where they like it was the relay race, and Michael. I think it was the one where he would become the all time medal holder in Olympian history, Mm -hmm. and like the last guy in the relay had a huge comeback, and the USA won gold. Yeah. And you just see Michael Phelps on the side, like, oh, he's freaking yeah. pumped about it. And I'm like, man. Oh, dude, that reminds me. There's this documentary called The Greatest of All Time. And it's about, like, all the greatest people of all time. And they talk about Michael Phelps and, like, his body, like, how his body is, like, the perfect body for swimming and stuff. Anyways, they also – the coolest one was Wayne Gretzky because they were like, they were like Wayne Gretzky gets on and he's talking about his childhood. And he's like, well, when I was a kid, I would watch hockey games on TV and I would get out a piece of paper and I would draw the hockey arena. And then I would put my pencil where the puck is. And then I would follow the puck the entire game with a pencil. And then he was like, and he was like, and eventually I started to notice patterns of places where the puck would never go. Like there was just these holes in the rink where the puck would never go. And he was like, and I would spend, I would spend like six hours a day just trying to figure out how to master those areas. Because I knew that if I mastered the areas where the puck never went, I would become the greatest of all time. And he did. And he did. My cousin has a signed Wayne Gretzky jersey on display in his bedroom. (laughs) And Wayne Gretzky is such a, Baller name, Wayne Gretzky. That's so <laughs> alpha. That's the coolest name ever. And then you've got, so you've got Michael Phelps, the goat of swim. You've got Wayne Gretzky, the goat of hockey. Um, we don't need to bring up basketball. We'll probably in get terms, hate. In terms of, well, I think it's good to have this discussion, though. In terms of baseball, <sighs> let's see. you got lots of baseball stars. There's Babe Ruth, iconic. Yeah. Hank Aaron, iconic. Who else? You've got... Joe DiMaggio, um, dude. I mean, I mean, um, um, Derek Jeter. Name? Yeah, but no, Derek Jeter's not that good. But he still is an icon. He's like number seventy nine, I think, out of a hundred, the best players of all time. Hank Aaron has the most runs about. He has the most RBIs in history, and I think that would constitute as everyone says. Like and Jackie Robinson is like changed the game. Barry Bonds, but he took roids, so I don't that he doesn't count. Yeah, but he's still good though. I'd probably say Hank Aaron's my goat. Most RBIs, that's gotta be. So let's go okay. Let's okay, let's talk about basketball. Cause I got some I got some intense stuff to lay out. 
Okay. And okay, I, already know, I already know what you're going to say based on what you just looked up. But I got to say, when you think of the GOAT, you really think of two people. LeBron and MJ. There's MJ and there's LeBron James. And I'm curious as to – personally, I think LeBron, statistically, like he is yeah. insane. Like he is – And the game changes throughout the years. Like I'd say yeah. there's probably people – in the NBA right now that would be pretty competitive with Michael Jordan that aren't LeBron. And then I think LeBron, like if they're both in their prime and they had like a one-on-one, I think MJ could win. And, but also like if it was a team and they both had, say they had the same exact people on their team and then LeBron and MJ were on either team. I think I think LeBron would win that. But I also think there's a few people that are never mentioned because and I do have to say I think I'd go with MJ because out of those two because watching the last dance, I just think it really Yeah. Like it really shows what it was like to be him and that whole Chicago team and everything. It was just a really cool documentary. Yeah. And I didn't see all the episodes, but I saw a few and it was really cool. But I, well, again, there's some other names that I know you're thinking of one there's some other names that are kind of under the radar. Carl Malone, yeah, of the Jazz, it's really good. One of the best scores of all time. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has the most points scored in history, which means he's above LeBron and he's above Michael Jordan yeah. in points scored. So, if you're talking about who scored the most, Kareem's the goat. Just saying. But but at the same time, there's people that argue, well, he was around in a day where basketball was kind of in like its beginning and all you would do is if you had a tall player you just toss to him and he'd just dunk it every time and i that's fair that's definitely a fair assessment and with basketball growing i can see why people would say mj or lebron just because the league was more competitive and stuff but again like kareem i mean you go on i'm playing nba 2k at jonah's house and I choose the classic Bulls with Kareem, and he's like, as a rookie, he's still like a 97 rated in that game. It's crazy. So. Yeah. Yeah, Kareem. Yeah. Kareem's cool, dude. Yeah, he's cool. Well, I think I was reading this thing about Larry Bird, and they like, they think that Larry Bird is the greatest of all time because, like, he had a curve. Um, and his, like, they, based on certain t- statistics and stuff, like, he was... Was he on track? He was on track to be, like, he was competitive, like, with stats with MJ, and he was on track to be better than him, like, in his career, and, but he was shoveling at his mom's I, house. I need, I need to see. This is how he got injured. The summer of 1985... Larry injured his back shoveling crushed rock to create a driveway at his his mother's house. At least partially a result of this, he experienced back problems for the remainder of his career. And um, that is so sad. And and he, um, it was so bad that when he would drive, he had to get out and stretch his back every single mile. So if he drove 10 miles, he would have to get out and stretch his back 10 times. That's what happens when you use your, that's why it's, Dude, back injuries, you can't you can't sleep you can't on them. You can't shake them, dude. It's, they don't. 
And he did like the craziest therapy you can imagine. It's critical, especially when you're exercising your back. Like just you got to keep it straight. Yeah. If you bend your back at all, you're risking that permanent injury. Yeah. Yeah. Back injuries are no joke. And I think he did get better, but it was still, it still weighed down on him. And he just couldn't, he just, his, his curve just dropped. Like he just wasn't anywhere near as good as he was. And he was on track to be one of the greatest. And he was one of the greatest. And he could And he been, still is one of the greatest. And he still and I think he could have been the greatest. I don't know for sure. And I'm not saying he was the greatest. And we're not like basketball court. Yeah, if we had Josh or Ryan here, they'd be like, you know, laying out some crazy stuff. But yeah, that's that's just all I know. Then that's I, what I've got. We gotta go with the last goat, and that's with soccer. You got <laughs> Messi and Ronaldo. You, first, you got Pele. Yeah, Pele is crazy. The movie Pele is so cool. You've got Maradona, who took drugs, so I automatically erased him from mine because I feel like that's cheating. Um, Pele, I think in the late 50s through the 60s, I think soccer's changed a lot since then, similar to basketball. Um, and I do think it's undoubtedly the two best are Messi and Ronaldo. Um, and statistically, like, and it's, it's sad because soccer's toxic because there's Messi and Ronaldo fans that just hit each other. Like they just go after each other. Yeah. Soccer's super toxic worldwide. Like how much, and it's how much people put their like happiness on a game. And it's, it's like, like scary. It's like those two. It's yeah. those. It's it's the same with basketball. Like who's the goat? LeBron or MJ? And people just bash each other. But like with Messi, the way I see it is they're both incredible players. So instead of comparing them, why not just enjoy? Yeah, having both of them at the same time because when they're both gone, it's going to be difficult to have a player as good as them. I think there will be though eventually, yeah. But I don't think for a while. And I think. My I'm on Team Ronaldo, and that's just because I think his worth work ethic is ridiculous. Yeah, I've watched his documentary, um, two of his documentaries, and it's cr- like he he's just he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. He's definitely got confidence, and it's it's been seen as cocky or arrogance. But I just think he knows what it takes to win. Um, the titles he's won. The amount of goals he scored, it's just insane. And full props to Messi because Messi, I think overall, like well-rounded, is better because like more assists. He has like a little bit less goals, well, but he has more assists and stuff. But like, I just, I just admire Ronaldo and his class. And like, so I'm, I'm actually Team Messi because um, I had Miss Zapata this year. And she's from Argentina, and that's where he's from. And so she, like, had us read all this stuff about him in Spanish one time. And, like, so when he was growing up, like, he was raised, like, super poor. Yeah. And he he had all these leg problems. Like, he had... He had growth problems in general. Yeah, and he had these, like, his legs, like, he couldn't walk. And he he still has to get treatment. Like, he gets, like, this stuff pumped into his legs. And, and then like his parents like had to 
give like all their money for him to get those treatments so he could play soccer because he was like the greatest in their town of his age. He was like 12. And, and then like all of a sudden, like this club team, I think from Spain, uh, what's it called? Barcelona. Yep. Barcelona. They like recruited him to come like train there when he was like 14. And then I, yeah, he did really good at the trial and yeah. And then they just they snagged they snagged him. And then he and then that like really helped his family like and stuff. And he just and then he just had a love for the game. And I I, I don't know that much about Ronaldo. I, just, I know that the girls prefer Ronaldo because of his attraction yeah. levels. He's a good looking dude. For I know, sure. but I I that's all I really know about him. I know his legs are crazy. I saw pick I saw his legs. Dude, he's like, just crazy. His, his muscles on his legs were like the he, craziest thing I've ever Ronaldo seen. Ronaldo is. I call him, dude. He's a machine. Yeah, he's a machine, and I re- I respect his work ethic. I respect Messi's story. I respect Ronaldo's work ethic. I think it's been about an hour. Yeah, I think this has been a good discussion. Yeah, let's go hit up beat ups. We're going to beat ups, the place of sports. Good to see you guys. See you next week. Who's your goat? Let us know. Reach out to us. Yeah, DM um, us, and we'll see you next week. Peace out.